Welcome to Revolution Podcast, a place where we discuss the Bible, culture, faith, and why it matters for you. I'm Quinn, and this is my co-host, Chase. And if you're looking for a podcast that explores the revolutionizing power of Christ in your life, then this is the show for you. Welcome back to Revolution Podcast. Happy October, everybody. Was last week the first week of October? Yes. But this week is the second week of October. And so Mm -hmm. happy October to all. Um, I'm hoping we're all sipping on our pumpkin spice lattes, which you should have gotten September 1st. Um, But if you only are getting them on October 10th, all is forgiven. And you just got to start slurping the pumpkin. The pumpkin juice is the juice, the only juice which shall sustain. Um, (laughs) Pumpkin spice lattes are the reason for the season. um, And we are in the season. So sip the reason. Uh, Quinn, how are you doing today? (laughs) I'm doing good. Good. Yeah. Do you know, I just make stuff up sometimes, eh? Uh, yeah, a lot, actually. I'll, predominantly what I do is just make stuff up, and I just just do that until somebody stops me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or someone says, Chase, you're just making crap up. Mm-hmm. 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 That's good. Mm-hmm. Man. You know that feeling when it's like... You're just, you're just out of it. You know, like, like, like the... Me. Beep, beep, beep. You're flatlining right I'm now. Is what you're saying? I'm just flatlining. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm in the beep. Um, so that's that's whatever. Um, man, how has your day been, though, Quinn? How is it? It's been good. I'm trying to think. Mm-hmm. I worked out this morning. Nice. Um, prepared for this episode. Nice. Drove my brother around. Yeah, pretty chill. All good things. How about you? <sighs> chill as well. Slept in awesome feeling um had a few errands to run moving we're, we're recording this a little bit before it comes out but uh, i'm moving into college in a couple of days and so I was just around town grabbing the last few things dumping off the last few books uh, then i'm clearing out um all the books i have now are the ones i want to keep so it's a good feeling wow cleared house how many is that you think uh my whole car is kind of full of them right now so oh man it's like yeah it's fun driving around <laughs> everywhere I drive right now. <laughs> I just got a bu- bunch of boxes of books in the back. <laughs> it's actually like literally like it's m- the driver and the passenger seat are the only ones you can sit in. Um, the rest of the car is full. So wow. it's kind of where we're at. And then there's one box of clothes. So that shows you my priorities. <laughs> I'd rather be naked than not have a book. So anyways, we've got an episode to get yeah, into we today. Do. We do. Um, so Quinn, we thought we were looking and we were like our two birthdays align in the fall like kind mm-hmm. of in this next little period here and we've been talking almost since the show started about doing like testimony episodes for ourselves to kind of talk about uh what god has done in our lives what he is doing in our lives what we're looking forward uh to accomplishing accomplishing sorry with him in our lives um and yet we've never done them and so we were like when would be good to put those in and then we we're like well, why not just kind of do them around our birthdays not for really any reason not to like yeah. celebrate our birthdays because whatever um, yeah. but we're like you know hey you take the th- you take the themes when you can get the themes right like if you mm-hmm. can tie any episode into anything you do it and so we're maybe we're pulling stuff out of thin air but man at least we're pulling something so <laughs> <laughs> that's good hey eh? um yeah. so today what was your birthday quinn my birthday was two days ago from when this episode's airing so october 8th 8th so 11 8 oh five 10 11 wait no i'm 11 oh you're i'm 11 you're 10 8 oh five yeah 
I don't know why I said 11. October is the 10th month. Yeah, you're 11, 21, 05, right? There we go. Excellent. Okay, there all we right, go. All right, all right. Cool, 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 cool. Um, awesome. So but so today we want to talk about testimony. Do you want to just like, like testimony is something maybe we're all kind of familiar with. Maybe I can just set the scene. Testimony is, yes, what God has done in your life, what he has taught you, how he brought you out of darkness. Um, I also think you know that that's kind of like set the stage but then you come up all the way to where you're at now and you're like what is god doing um what am i currently fighting through what do i not have the answers to yet uh whereas like some of the problems you faced early in your life maybe god has like shown you answers given you peace about things what things do you not have peace about yet um and so testimony is just exploring the work of God in our lives for the purposes of encouraging each other for the purposes of building up faith for the purposes of um strengthening our spirits we're told that um like the enemy was cast down by the blood of the lamb and the word of the saints testimony and so uh and paul constantly used his story i'm not in a and he he never used it in like a look at me and like how good i am kind of way it was always look how broken i was and how good god is uh so that's what we want the focus of Mm -hmm. testimony to be uh and so today uh in celebration of quinn's 18th birthday yes um we just want to take a look at his story um so if i just say take it away are you good to take it away yeah all right tell us where did it all begin well it all began on october 8th no 2005 in the beginning oh in the beginning god created the heavens and no no we don't need to go okay you you start the story where you want to start um yeah i i first want to talk about um briefly touch on testimony and i think it's incredible um to see that as you're going to hear, my story is different than Chase's. Mm. Chase's story is different than mine. Um, and that's incredible mm-hmm. because it shows how I have gotten to where I am from the situation God has placed me in. And the same with Chase. And so for some people, I, I've heard people say like, oh, my story is just, I've grown up in a Christian home. Mm. Um, haven't really gone through any struggles. My family's amazing. Mm-hmm. Praise God that that's your story, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. There is blessing to know that you have lived an incredible life where you have been in communication with God and there is still things to learn from that and mm-hmm. to grow from that. Mm-hmm. Or the opposite, you you didn't have an amazing family. Mm-hmm. You you grew up in a household where God wasn't preached about, God wasn't talked about. You, there might've been certain uh, substance abuse or abuse, whatever it is, mm-hmm. but you've come to know God. Mm-hmm. Praise God that that's your story as well because God's used those hardships to get where you are yeah. today. Yeah. Yeah. That that's kind of where I want to start this all. Yeah. Off. Yeah. And so my story, it all starts with I grew up in a Christian home. Mm. My parents, two amazing, incredible parents, mm-hmm. love the Lord, love each other. And I have two younger brothers who love the Lord and love each other. And and I'm very, very f- thankful for that. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, my my life, it hasn't always been easy. Yeah. There's definitely been easy parts, but not also struggles definitely um and for the longest time i went to church yeah i I have always gone to church Mm -hmm. but i wasn't always the strongest christian Mm -hmm. i yeah i went to a private christian school which was amazing and stuff like that um but yeah i i guess i'll start off in grade six sure is kind of a big piece and i've talked about this at youth and stuff like that and in grade six I, i started this habit of lying um where my life was consumed by it. Just doesn't matter what I could get away with. Didn't tell the truth. So that that carried on for about two years. Um, and in the midst of that, in grade seven, um, 
I got caught up in another sin of pornography, mm. um, which which hit me hard. And I was in that for about six months, and that was that was terrible. That was really really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, because we we've done an episode on porn, and it affects all aspects of your life, mm-hmm. from your mental, spiritual, psychological, to everything, everything in your brain. Yeah. Um, the way you perceive people, women, and you kind of throw God out the window. Yeah. And so I. I definitely did. Um, for those six months, I, I didn't care. Um, I didn't do anything to help my faith. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my parents found some stuff. Yeah. And yeah. they talked to me. Yeah. I broke down crying because mm-hmm. I was in grade seven and this was a sin that I'd been caught in. Mm-hmm. And we talked it over and the punishment was no phone. Yeah. Nothing allowed. And they took that away for two months. And that was the best thing they could have done for me mm-hmm. because I, I, I was able to realize the weight of my sin, what I've actually done mm-hmm. and how it hurts people, how it hurts myself and how it hurts God through that. Yeah. And that, that was very freeing. And I'm, I'm not going to tell you I was perfect after that. There was yeah. times when I was imperfect with that. Social media did not help me mm-hmm. for the mm-hmm. longest time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not going to sit here and say I was perfect because I, I definitely wasn't, but I'll, I'll also say in grade seven, I had the most amazing person come into my life as well. Hmm. I had about four people when we switched campuses at our church. Mm-hmm. He he came into my life and that was that was incredible. He didn't necessarily know the things I was going through, the things I was doing, all of that, but he was just there to, to talk to me, challenge me, and maybe I was giving fake answers at that time. Um, but about faith and God, but but he was there just kind of on on my mind like this person cares about me. This person knows me and he's actually trying to seek a relationship with me. Um, and yeah. And then those, those were people who, who made me think. Yeah. Um, and then in, in grade eight, um, we were at a, at a youth um, gathering. It's where all of our youth get together from grade six to 12. Mm-hmm. And my porn, I'd kind of took that out of my life. That wasn't part of my life, but my lying was still hundred percent there. Like I, I didn't want to give that up Yeah. mainly cause I didn't care and I didn't know how to. Yeah. And I remember there was a talk going on and they, they put a cross up and they, at the end they were going to play some worship, some music. And they said, if anybody has something that they're holding on to, any sin that they, they're just holding on to what, just write it down and put it on the cross and, and leave it. Mm. And so I sat there. The first thing that came to my mind was my habit of lying. And I was like, man, I got to give this up. This is terrible. Yeah. And so I, I write it down and I, I put it there and I left it at the cross. Yeah. And I was like, Lord, help me with this. Yeah. And from there, he, he worked on, on my heart. Mm-hmm. It was, it was a night and day difference in my life of just being like, you can't go back to this. This is terrible. This is not what I actually have in store for you, my son. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And, and as I, as I went over those, those years, um, I had this deep-seated shame from what I've done, mm. um, from my porn and um, my lying. Those were two of the biggest things I've I've had to go through and deal with. Um, mm. One, just like getting rid of them, but also in a psychological sense and yeah. in a sense of shame. And that, that caused me to believe lies, um, that my family didn't love me, mm-hmm. that I wasn't valued in my family, that mm. I don't even deserve love from any single part of my family. And I, I do remember one time I was going for a trail run and my dad was behind me and I was like, 
the whole way up and down, I was like, why doesn't my dad just turn around and, and leave me on this trail? Hmm. What? And, and, and I'm not going to say that because I, because I have a bad family or anything like that. It's like, no, I actually didn't think that I deserved love from my family right? because of the terrible, terrible, terrible things that I had done. Yeah. And so this carried on for about, about five years. And in that time, I, it would kind of come and go as, as life uh, went on. But through that time, this mentor still pressed into me. Yeah. He, he asked me questions and he was someone in, in my life who I was just, um, he made me think we would have tons and tons of conversations. And he changed my, my state of thinking to like, to a, dis, a state of discernment. Hmm. How do I, how do I think about this in a way that's going to honor God as much as I can? Yeah. Um, how do I do it so it benefits people around me? Those are the thoughts that were going through my head. And how does my sin affect people? Those those were the things that were kind of rolling through my mind as we we struck up this this friendship and this mentorship. And then in grade ten, we did a Bible study together. In that, that was really incredible. Yeah. Um, because I got to um we went through Romans and John hmm. and. <laughs> Just threw you right into the deep end. No, I chose both of them. Nice. Because I, I didn't know about either of them. Yeah. So we went through Romans and that was, that was incredible because I got to, I got to see the deep love that God had mm. um, and the, the letters that Paul has and the plans that God has for the, the church in Rome and, and all these kind of things. And that was really, really impactful for me. And I got to study the word and see it in a new lens and learn how to do that. That was really incredible. And, um, and then I got baptized that year as well. Hmm. Um, and yeah, it was this, this thing of where am I at? Where's, where's God take, where's God place me? He's, he's taken me out of this, yeah. taken me out of my, my despair, my, these horrible things that I've done. And he's, he's redeemed me to where I am now. Yeah. And in grade 10, I was like, he's like, have you gotten baptized? Hmm. It's like, no, no, I haven't. He's like, why do you think about it? Yeah. I was like, okay. Thought about it. And I was like, yeah, I think it's time for mm. me to get baptized. And so, um, yeah, that around that Easter, I, I got baptized, he baptized me. And that was really, really impactful. Cause I just, I was able to see the transformation and what God had, had brought me through. Yeah. And then I, grade 11, I, I switched schools. Yeah. I switched to D GW Graham. That's when we met. That is when well, we Well, I guess we sort of knew each other. We were like kind of in this, we were, we went to the same church. We kind of knew yeah. each other, but that's when we actually like met each other. Met yeah. Each other. I mean, I got a job working at the same place as you. I started going to the same school. It was just like, you dove right into the deep end of like Chase. Yeah. That started was... a band with me. It's like, <laughs> oh man, I feel so sorry for you. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Sorry, keep going. Yeah. No, it was, and honestly, GW was, it was not easy, obviously, because I didn't know anybody. Mm -hmm. Um and I just kind of hung around you long enough and then we became friends. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, that was really amazing. But, and then grade 12, like keep mm. in mind, these past five years still battling with this terrible shame of, of what I've done. And then sure. I remember my youth, youth leader, he sent out this um, podcast to our group chat. And he's like, hey guys, I encourage you, heard mm. this, listen to it. Yeah. Think you guys should listen to it. Yeah. So I listened to it once and I'm like, this is pretty good. Yeah. Cool. It was, it was on shame. Mm. Uh, looking at Genesis 1, Genesis 3, sorry, Mother. Genesis 3, yeah. Um, the fall. And I was like, man, this is, this is really good what, mm -hmm. and whatnot. I didn't think about it. Didn't even like just kind of heard the words. It was cool. And then walking to school one time and I remember exactly where it was. And it was, it was just like just 
these things of you're not worthy, nobody loves you, mm. all these kind of things just pushing me deeper and deeper um, coming into my head. And I, I was listening to this podcast as it was, mm -hmm. as these thoughts were going through my head. And I remember he, near the end, he, he brings up Romans 8 verse 1. Mm. Romans 8, and I'm going to read verses 8 verses 1 to 2, and it says, There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. In that moment, I was like, man, I don't need to carry this around anymore. This is, this is not, Jesus had paid this price on the cross for me. Mm -hmm. This burden, this, this promise and this hope that I have, I need to give this to Jesus right now. Mm -hmm. um, and the story of Zacchaeus he used as well. And it was, um, this man sitting up on a tree, looking at Jesus, and he was a tax collector. Everybody hated him. And Jesus says, I, I want you. We got lunch plans today, Zacchaeus. I want to be with you right now and form a relationship with you. And those two pieces hit me. And I was like, I need, I need to let this go. So I, I, I prayed to God. I was like, Lord, take this shame, this terrible um, thought process, all these things that are going through my head, take this from me. I don't want to live in this anymore. I want to actually just purely live for you. And within five minutes, that was all gone. Mm. And I can now say that my life has been shame-free. I, I don't carry that around with me anymore because I know that God has paid for it. Mm. And he actually loves me and values a relationship with me. Mm -hmm. And now I graduated. Mm -hmm. I'm off to Cape and Ray. Mm-hmm. And I'm so looking forward to what God's going to teach me over these three months, mm -hmm. the people I'm going to meet, and just really trying to see how God wants to use me. Yeah, That's where I'm at. Hmm. What's God teaching you right now? He's teaching me to find joy in Him. Mm. Be like, like Paul says, through all circumstances, I've still been able to find joy in Christ. Yeah. The QSV. QSV, nice. Um, find joy mm -hmm. and to be patient. Mm. So often I, I look ahead and I'm just like, what what can happen next? Mm. What what am I gonna do tomorrow? God's just like, sit right now and just live in the moment. Yeah. Do what you can to the best of your ability for me. Yeah. That those are kind of the things. That's good. You mentioned some of the sin struggles you walked through, shame you had to battle. What would you say? Oh, maybe I can ask you this. Those are obviously very difficult things to walk through, very um, trying on your heart and soul. Um, would you say, no, maybe I can ask, how, how have those things? Like looking back on them where you're at now, how have those hard, difficult times affected your life? Mm -hmm. If you could go back, would you wish they had never happened? Or what What has been, how, yeah, how, how have they affected your life? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they've, I mean, lying, it just shows um, the mistrust that's able to have with people. Mm -hmm. um, and and on your part and, and with them when they when they hear about those things, it's yeah. like you're just caught in a in an awkward position. And so I I but I, I would say overall, um they've helped me to realize 
why I need Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So were they terrible to go through? Do I wish them on anybody else that they have to go through those things? No. But in my case, I I can say now that I, I'm at a better place because of what God's put me through. Yeah. What I've put myself through. Yeah, for sure. And and how God has redeemed me through that. Yeah. How do you think that could affect your life going forward? Because um, life like can have a lot of bleakness in it, right? Like death of a child, death of a spouse, um, all sorts of just terrible things that can happen in your life. Um, with this like foundation of even through the bad, that's actually where I come to know God best. And you said that what God is teaching you is to find your joy in him. Um, so if, if the hard things lead you to God more and God is where you find your joy, how can this foundation that you've learned like quite early in your life, how, how can you hold fast to that when more difficult things come along, when more trials come along in life, even things that maybe you don't necessarily initiate, but seem to happen to you. See things that seem like they should be under God's control. Like your baby gets cancer, right? It's like, Whoa, I didn't do anything about that. How, how can you apply your story so far and what God has taught you so far to trials that may come? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would say it starts with trying to continue to build your foundation Mm -hmm. on God and and so what I what I mean by that is um don't like there's a parable of the man that builds his house on the rock and on the sand and when yeah. the storm comes the the sand the house on the sand is is gone. Mm-hmm. Um and the man who's built his house on the rock is still there. And so I would say it starts from trying to build your foundation on Christ and Christ alone mm-hmm. so that you're ready. Mm. Because you, I, I don't know what God's going to throw at me over the next 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Mm-hmm. I, I genuinely have no idea. Mm-hmm. Can I prepare for every single thing that could happen? Mm-hmm. You could. I don't know how you do that. Mm-hmm. But I think the best way to do it is how can I build my foundation on God so that when the worst comes to worst, I can still lean on God and mm-hmm. my faith doesn't waver because you're like, God is good mm-hmm. all the time. That's good. It reminds me of what Jesus said, like, seek first the kingdom of God mm-hmm. and everything else will be added to you. That, that's your priority. Seek God first. Seek his, things of him. And then the rest will worry about itself. Brett, you said, build your foundation on God. What does that like, actually look like practically? Mm-hmm. Like, what could somebody do to start doing that, like, today? Yeah. Get, get in God's word. Mm. Get in his word. Um, read the gospels. Well, read the whole Bible. Mm-hmm. We, we've said that. Mm-hmm. Um, read the gospels. See how to do that. See how to pray. Another thing, pray. Because as you pray, you learn who God is. And as you learn who God is, you realize how amazing and good he is. And then you you realize that this is actually something worth living for. Mm-hmm. And something that's worth living for is something that you're going to actually try and build your, your principles of how to live off of. Yeah. And so I would say do that and find people who, who can surround you, who are going to encourage you, challenge you, rebuke you, and all those kind of things. Yeah. And, and just find good, amazing Christian people mm-hmm. um, because those people can be the most life-giving people you'll ever meet. Yeah, you said read the word and you'll come to see that this is something that's worth giving your life to. What's the connection there? Like, like, ha, ha, like first of all, like, what, what do you mean by saying like this is something that's worth giving your life to, something that's worth building your life on? Mm-hmm. And what, what does that mean? But then also like how do you, come to a place like I, I can I know so many people who just don't want anything to do with God um 
So how do people actually come to a place of like not just begrudgingly doing this or doing this because they think it might be the right thing to do, but just like they don't want to do anything else. Like this is the only thing for them. How, how, how do people actually get to that place? Because you seem to connect prayer and Bible reading to that. So what's that connection there? Um, but then also what do you mean when you say that, like like what makes something worth building your life on? Like what's the difference between that and something else? Like mm-hmm. what's the qualification for this is worth building my life on? Yeah, I would say you look at Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus is someone who lived that perfect life so that you could... Um, so that um, your sins are forgiven. Mm-hmm. He he died on the cross for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that sacrifice that he put mm-hmm. um, up there, that he gave his life, mm-hmm. died and arose so that we could be forgiven, that is something worth living for because that um, shows the sacrifice and the love that he has for us. Mm-hmm. He didn't, Jesus didn't die just because. Yeah. He died because he loved us mm-hmm. and he wants us as his children, us to call him father, Yeah, those kind of things. So that's that's why I think God is worth giving everything for. Yeah. And prayer, prayer is something that, that, that you get to personally know God. Mm. Um, and to personally know God means that you get a relationship. Yeah. And a relationship with God um, means you get to see how perfect he is. Right. And someone who's perfect, we we don't know anybody perfect on this earth. Mm-hmm. I'm again, I don't know where I was going with this. Oh, that's all right. Um, what's the connection between prayer and Bible reading and coming to see that it's worth giving your life to God? Mm-hmm. Like how, how do prayer and Bible reading lead you into that realization? Maybe, or maybe just more broadly, where does that realization even come from? I don't think that's a natural thing for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say, okay, I understand. Yeah, uh, prayer and Bible reading, um, they, as you continue in those, mm-hmm. God's going to reveal stuff to you about yourself mm-hmm. um, through His Word and through your time in prayer, and what you're going to realize is how you aren't perfect. Yeah. How you're not a naturally a, an amazing person mm-hmm. necessarily. Um but as you read you get to see how much the cross should impact you. Yeah. How much it what God actually gave up for you. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm just reiterating what I said. That's good. Um but yeah, you, you get to see those things. Yeah. Um and you get to see wow, this is the life that I'm actually meant to live. Yeah. This is the life that is worth everything. And that if I build my life on this, I can get through anything. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what I would say. If you could go back to grade six, Quinn, what would you say to him? When a lot of these struggles seem to start. Mm -hmm. I would say look to God sooner. Mm -hmm. I would say look to him. Find teachers at school. Yep. Youth, youth pastor, whoever it is, and just say, "Can you help me right now?" Yeah, I feel like something's coming. Yeah, or or just say, "Yeah, try and get to know God more earlier." Because I, I didn't. I, I definitely didn't read my Bible every day. Yeah, I thought going to a Christian school was enough. Mm-hmm. Going to church, going to Sunday school, um, going to youth the odd time. Yeah. That that's good, but it, it doesn't. So I I would say you're gonna be faced with some some tough times. Mm-hmm. 
get to know God sooner. Yeah. Would you say, you can, you can say no, but it is this if I'm, if I'm wrong, but would you say that that lack of being in the word and having the Bible as your foundation, would, would that be like your biggest regret from your, from the years up till now, or one of the biggest regrets or like, what do you think about that? Like, like if you could go back, would like, how, how would you pick up that practice of daily, like Bible reading and all that? Or, or do you, or do you maybe not re- like regret that necessarily? Or oh, like, what are your thoughts around that? I, I regret my sin, hundred mm-hmm. percent. I, I hate the stuff that I did, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yeah. Um, what about the stuff that you didn't do? Stuff that I didn't do? Oh, I regret not doing those things. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it definitely goes both ways. And I, I would say, um, yeah, that was one of my biggest regrets was, and, and if I, let's say I struggled with reading my Bible, mm-hmm. um, what I would hope that I would do is mm-hmm. say to my dad, dad, can you, can you take me through this? Yeah. I, I want to get into the word. Yeah. I didn't have that eagerness right. either right? to actually try and form a relationship because you, you knew a lot of the Sunday school answers. Right. Most people do. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I would say that was something that I wish I would have done. Yeah. Reach, reach out to somebody who could help you yeah. and guide you through it, which I, which is what you said in, in your story there is that you had that mentor that you were able to reach out to and you guys went through Romans and John and that was really impactful. Mm-hmm. So you did get there. You mm-hmm. just wish you could have and would have gotten there sooner. Yeah. Um, so that's a good piece of advice for people. You said, you know, like you can know the Sunday school answers. It can all feel very familiar. What makes the Bible fresh and exciting for you now? Like what makes you eager to get into the Bible mm. nowadays? I would say just picking out the little things. Mm. Um, let me grab my Bible. I got one right here if you want. Sounds good. I You're more familiar with your own. I just got some stuff marked. Oh, oh, that that's even better. Um, you didn't Matthew it? Pardon? It's a gospel joke. Don't worry about it. Oh, um, I I would say as I lately has been reading the Bible, it's been really interesting um, because I, I find a lot of the, the stories in the gospels, they can become really familiar. Sometimes we'll mm. just glance over the the healings that Jesus had does sure. and sure. whatnot. And I, I would say just, just looking at them and being like, man, what is something that I want to work on? What is it? What does Jesus do? Yeah. Um, and, and even just in um, a lot of the, the healings, it's talks about belief. Um, that when Jesus heals an official son in John, um, it says the father knew that, that was the hour when Jesus had said to him, your son will live. And he himself believed in all his household hmm. and his son was healed. Yeah belief and faith in God. Mm. Those those little things that, that you don't think about, it's like, oh, Jesus just healed him. No, he had faith. Mm. Um and, and those little things when I when I read that, it's like, man, I I wanna I wanna live that. Right. For me it's the Bible is fresh because as I read it, I, I read it with an intention. Mm. Read it to what am I getting out of this? How do I understand the passage? Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. And how can I apply something that I didn't before? Mm, that's good. Um, maybe we've talked a bit about how Bible reading has played in your life. How, how, how is prayer over the years? What's been your experience with prayer? How has it affected you? Mm-hmm. Um, kind of gives like a kind of flashy recap of like what it's been like. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say 
my again my my life didn't consist of a ton of prayer until grade eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, in grade eleven, my my friend she gave me a a Bible like a prayer journal. Yeah, yeah. Um, specifically for that, and I use that every night. Yeah, for for about eight months. Yeah, until I ran out of pages. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that that helped me to to just try and. And being communication with God mm-hmm. every night before I went to bed, just just write down a prayer, yeah, and and write down whatever I I'm feeling, mm-hmm. whatever I'm going through, whatever I see people are going through, um, and that helped me to just be like, this is what I want to give up to God, yeah. This is what I'm thankful for. This is what I, I pray for, and this is um, yeah, this is this is all I got, God, mm-hmm. and this is. Yeah, this is all I got, and I'm leaving it up to you. Yeah, and that was kind of my my experience, and now I, um, yeah, I've picked it up on and off again. But I, prayer is something that I, I think about about more often, and try and do more because I've seen it it work in in my life mm-hmm. and um in other people's lives. Yeah, how has your understanding of God changed over the last few years? Mm-hmm. Have you come to know Him better? Yeah, I mean, I, I've come to know his character mm-hmm. and that he he loves me no matter who I am mm-hmm. where I've been what I've done what's been done to me mm-hmm. um he loves me yeah he cares for me he forgives me and he calls me his son and and that to me has changed everything mm-hmm. because it it means to me that I this is how I actually want to live if god yeah. loves me so much I should do the exact same to every single person I come in contact with. Yes. Yeah. How can you seek to imitate that love of God, like mm-hmm. in your everyday life? Like, like, uh, yeah. Well, what, what does that mean to seek to do that for other people? Yeah. I, I think for me, it, it means, um, trying, trying to, to serve, mm-hmm. um, when you don't want to. Yeah. And, and try and try and love people when it's hardest. Mm-hmm. Um, try and care for the people that you think don't deserve it or try and forgive the people that you don't think deserve your forgiveness. Yeah. Um, those things, when you put those into practice, yeah. um, you, you get to see, it's like, oh, Jesus did all of this for us and yeah. more. Yeah. What is the most challenging thing somebody has said to you over the past few years? Mm. Like uh, something somebody said, a question they asked or a conversation that, pushed you, maybe felt disagreeable, maybe pushed you to change, but like what, what's the most challenging thing somebody said to you over the past few years? The most challenging question someone asked me is why? Mm. Um, and this, again, this mentor of mine, I, I hate him for this question, yeah. but I love him so much for this question as well. Yeah. Yeah. Because why, I again, I remember having this conversation with him. It's like, I, I'm going to public school and, he, yeah. and then we went for coffee like a couple of days before and he's like, how are you feeling about school or mm. something like that? I was like, well, here's my game plan. I'm going to not smoke, not drink, not swear, not have sex or party or any of those kind of things. So I was like, those are my no-go zone. I'm, I'm not going to do any of those. He's like, dude, I love it. So awesome. Why? Mm-hmm. Why Why would you not vape in the bathroom with someone? Mm-hmm. Um, why would you not just go to a party and get drunk? Someone just hands you like a beer and and stuff. It's like, why, why would you not say no? It's like, well, I, I just not going to, mm-hmm. that's not going to hold up against anybody. And it probably won't hold up against yourself when push comes to shove. So why, why do you believe what you believe? Yeah. 
Why? And I thought about it for about a week. Mm. And I was like, man, why? Why do I believe what I believe? And I, and I came to this conclusion of God has done so much for me. Mm-hmm. He's got me through so many things. Um, and so if I'm, if I'm to just throw them out the window again, right then and there for, for the approval of someone else, that's the opposite of the life I want to live. Yeah. It comes down to what do I want to live? And if I want to live for God, mm-hmm. that's good enough for me to believe. Right. I believe in what God did. And I have faith that God's going to get me through everything and not these earthly things. Yeah. So that's why I believe. That's good. Um, all the things you've gone through, all the things you've learned, the growth and change and challenge that has happened, how has that affected? Because you're involved, like, like you've talked about, in kids' ministry, in youth ministry. Uh, you've got siblings. Uh, you have friends. Um, how have all the things that you have gone through and learned, how have those aided you in helping others in speaking into the lives of others of teaching others because mm-hmm. because I, th- I think god's cultivating the gift of teaching in you and you've had a lot or a couple of opportunities to practice that and so how has your testimony and how god has acted in your life how has that now affected how you relate to other people mm-hmm. yeah it, it makes me um i try to be more aware of others if I if I physically see that someone's going through something, yeah, or just anything, yeah, I try and reach out. Yeah, um, I think that's been a big thing for me. Uh, my brother's going through something that I'm like, hey, dude, what's going on? Yeah, we can talk about it. Yeah, um, at camp, mm-hmm. it was someone was going through something. I was like, hey, dude, what's yeah. up? Yeah. What's what's going on? Can I can I pray for you? Because I believe that prayer can heal and change people's lives. And it might not always right in that moment or at all. Um, but I, but I do believe that God will do something with, with anything. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think it just helps me to, to be aware and, and just be, be open to, to share my story with others so that um, they can hear how God can impact someone. Right. And that reaching out the, yeah, the, the seeking to, connect with somebody does that come because that was you at one point you were the person who was walking through something and nobody was asking about it and then somebody did and then that mm-hmm. changed everything that's where that comes from yeah yeah man all right so looking forward <clears throat> how would you say or in what area of your life is there's you know there's like maybe spiritual disciplines maybe I totally should be able to list more things, um, how you relate to other people um, in giftings, that sort of thing. What are you seeking to grow most in going mm. forward? Because you're going into Cape and Ray, you're going into this, like it's essentially like Bible college, right? Um, surrounding a community, all seeking to grow. Yeah. What do you want to most grow in? Or is there a personal, like, uh, and you don't need to talk specifically about what it is if you don't want to, but like, is there a sin struggle that you're like, I just want like more than anything, I want to stamp this out. Is there a gifting that you're like, more than anything, I want to pursue this. Is there a question more than anything, I want to learn about this topic. Is there um, a... Yeah, is is there a way like, you know, I, I need to be better at doing this with people? Like, what are you most excited or desperate to grow in going forward? Yeah, I am super excited to grow in my knowledge of the word. Mm, mm-hmm. Grow in just like just learning, first of all, biblical context. Yeah. Learning about a lot of that. Um, growing in my knowledge of who God is, yeah. um, all of that. But I 
I really now I'm not going in to Cape and Ray um, necessarily with I want God to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, I want God to change my heart in this um, because I, I don't want to be too focused on on that one thing. Mm-hmm. Like I I don't want to go to Cape and Ray saying I want God to um, teach me more about spiritual giftings. Sure, necessarily. Yeah. Um, because if all if that's all I'm focused on, I know that God could do something totally different. He could He could teach me in something else. Yeah. But there's one thing I I just want to learn how to care, love, and relate to people mm-hmm. much better. Yeah. Um, because it it helps you in in more than just church um like places. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, it it can relating to people is is something that that's a life thing, but it also um, as you learn how to relate to people, um, you can point them to Jesus better. And I, I want to learn how to point people Jesus to better as well. Yeah. By by my actions, um, in, improving my my actions, my outward actions, mm-hmm. um, so that um, yeah, so I can learn to care and love for people better. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then to finish, is there one verse? passage book that has either affected you most in your walk or is affecting you most right now or is just really on your heart what what is something in the word that god has used for you or is using for you um that you can share with everybody mm-hmm. yeah uh no i'm not gonna use that one so um, many to choose from huh so many to choose from i, I got the whole bible to choose from yeah do um, something in nahum Nahum. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or I don't Obadiah. remember the last time I read that book. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to go back to Romans 8. Good. Romans 8. Um, but I'm going to... Verse 37 mm-hmm. to 39. It says, No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death nor life nor angels nor rulers nor things present nor things to come nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Hmm. If I can encourage you with one thing, God, if you're trying to follow God, if you're just in the beginning of your walk, you don't know where to go. Maybe maybe you've got some some stuff going on or um, some family issues, some life issues, some sin struggles. I encourage you, give it to God. Mm-hmm. Try try your best to just reach out and say, Lord, this is this is all I have and this is for you. And he will he will bring you in. And he's like, nothing can separate you from the love. You are mine now. Mm-hmm. And live that that good life. Live in righteousness and love and purity and grace and kindness. Yeah. Try and live in that. And and read, read your Bible. Find people who will challenge you. Because those things impacted me so incredibly and i've seen how it impacts other people mm-hmm. that's amazing man thanks for the vulnerability today and sharing yeah. all that that's really sweet um yeah man just uh just i mean maybe as encouraged with other people just share your story uh it is such a such a great amazing thing um and yeah don't don't hide like it was don't hide the light under the bushel like don't don't hide the things god is doing in your life mm-hmm. um i know i know some people uh don't like talking about the good things because they they think it's prideful and um i'm not saying don't watch your pride but also don't 
don't cheat God out of the amazing work He's done in your life, right? So, yeah, I just super appreciate everything today.、Uh, and I guess we'll just wrap up there. So,、um, wherever anybody's listening to, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, just、uh, encourage you to.、Um, Follow the show, leave review. It's a free, easy way to help us, but it does go a long way、uh, for the show.、Uh, so just appreciate that. Tune in next week、uh, for more episodes. Check us out on Instagram at Revolution Pod for updates. And yeah, we'll see you guys as always next Tuesday. See ya.